bars and hoops. Lamont swoops back alley cats. The back door cuts with alley hoops. Posting up, you on block or mic and booth and kick it out to one who likes to shoot. Oh yeah, said we merging them. Got 50 with a surgeon and some throwbacks like Snoop Dogg with Magic Irvin's and some more in like Master B and Dr. Irvin playing. Or how about maybe a little Wayne speaking on bird back then? Bars and hoops, y'all. We hitting up all courts. But now with the sports talk, next we talk all sports. Back to it. Got Jada and Jamal Croft, haters get crossed out, crossed up across all actual facts, points of view that you never seen from your favorite artists like talking about Gerald Green or Gerald Wallace, whoever's on your favorite team, L I mean on the verse and still be great on the name for being H. Drake's opinion on space, one synopsis of Blake, tip on Horford's fate, the fact we giving them straight, the truth they shitting on tape, who sports makes for a tape, so true or you can debate on who you really done rate, come through it really be great, the truth the fact like a state, AAM on Prime 8, please remember, bars and hoops, the center of the hood, make it part of your agenda. What up, what up, what up, y'all? Bars and Hoops, Stills the Great, Zai Flair. Yes, sir. Episode 46. You know, this is one of the last episodes for the year. You know what I mean? Christmas Eve. You know, before we start, I want to say, you know, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to everybody that's out there listening to this. Definitely. You know what I mean? But today's show is going to be a sweet one, man. You know, we got to end the year off right, man. So we're going to touch on a lot of things that's going on in the world of sports and music. You know, first we'll kick it off with the NFL. You know, then we'll touch on a little bit of what's going on in the NBA. And we're going to finish it off with, you know, a little bit of the hip-hop stuff. So, without further ado, man, recently, man, last week or so, man, we've seen that the uh, Carolina Panthers owner is planning on, you know, putting the team up for sale due to allegations with the whole sexual harassment thing. You know, it's, it's a rampant thing going on in the country right now. What you think about that? Um... Seems to be coming from everywhere, man. I mean, you got sports, entertainment, uh, Hollywood, Facts. you know what I'm saying, political. Yeah. Uh, Everybody trying to get their rocks off. Yeah, yeah. And, and it, <laughs> it just do forcing to step down, which is a big deal. I mean, that team is worth, what, $2 billion, $2.5 billion? $2.5 billion. You know, yeah, your, your boy threw his hat in there for, yeah. for sale. Shout out to Diddy. No doubt, no doubt. You know what I'm saying? He got three different Ciroc's to come out to, uh, <laughs> to get down with that. But um, I, I don't, I don't, um, I don't knock him bidding to buy the team. I just wish he he wouldn't have spoke about signing Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, for all let's just bring it back for all those that didn't catch that. You know, um, Panthers did, but the Panthers owner is planning on selling the team. And Puff, you know, P. Diddy did, you know, throw his hat in the ring to say that he eventually wants to own the team. But we all know that, you know, the team, as you said, Zai, how much is it? 2.5. 2.5 billion. You know, Puff got a lot of money, but um, that's a lot of money, man, for one owner. So it's going to have to be an ownership group that comes together and, and gets it. But I feel what you're saying with the whole well, Catholic thing. Well, um... The guy, the guy didn't totally own the team himself. Nah, of course not. Um, he's selling his part. Now I don't know who the other, who owns the other percentage of the team or the, or the group, I should say. Yeah. But um, I'm assuming that him and uh Steph is just gonna go in for that particular percentage of the team. Yeah. Shout out to Steph Curry too. You know what I mean? Young man, still getting them NBA checks. Talking about he wanna throw his hat in the ring to own a team in the NFL. I respect his grind. Yeah. And his hustle. He getting 200 from Under Armour outside of his NBA money. Nasty so he get paid. the Pedic shoes. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> the new ones ain't bad, though. Yeah. He's getting, he's, he, getting 200, he getting 200 from the team, 200 from the sneakers. Yeah. He ain't doing bad right now. Nah, mm-hmm. he's not. He's not. They need somebody that's going to take them over the top in order for them to pull it off, man. I was saying initially that um, Jay should think about jumping in that. You know what I'm saying? Jay and Puff. You yeah, know what I mean, even Beyonce. You yeah. know what I'm saying? All three of them. Yeah, that's a nice little piece of change. They can, you know, outright. Shit, Jay and Beyonce combined is over one billion. You so know what I'm saying? They, yeah. they, he, Puff could have just went with them two. Period. And, yeah. Well, if if they Kirby. were willing to, if yeah, if they were willing to work, I, you know, they might just want to do the power couple thing. Yeah, you know? yeah. I don't see it happening though. But um, I think if they really want to be taken serious, man, they gotta get somebody like MJ. 
to the table too. Cause you know MJ is the majority owner of the um, Charlotte Hornets. Yeah. And he's right there in North Carolina, and they won't tell him no. You know what I mean? That's somebody you can come to the table with. Everybody loves Mike to this day. You know what I mean? So Mike, you know what I mean? Probably try to get Oprah or somebody if they really serious about minority ownership, man. And you know, well that depends. You know the good old boys, aka yeah. the NFL owners. And this and this goes to yeah. where I said about Colin. These are the guys that blackballed him in the first place. Yeah. So when you say I'm going to do this and that, these are the same guys that got to vote you in for ownership. Yeah, I hate. So that's that, that's the double-edged sword, you know. I hate that, man. I hate that it's even like that, man. Because then it gets me to saying like, yo, man, we need. Uh, people always say don't segregate the sports, and sports is supposed to just be sports, and it shouldn't be political. But when this is like blatant and obvious, like things like this, to like where you can't have a voice, man, and a person of color, we can't even have a seat at the table as an owner. The leadership and the ownership of these teams should reflect the the, the um, leadership on the football field as far as the players and coaches. You know, we just started getting minority coaches yeah. in the game. And, you know, I always play the devil's advocate card, man, and say, man, we need to start thinking about ways to create our own league. I mean, truth be told, you know, 85 you know, percent of the league is African-American. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just throwing a number off the head. It ain't, you know, we dominate that sport. I mean, outside of the quarterback position. Well, they keep us, keep us as employee, as players. Come on. So we're employees. You know what I you mean? You know what I'm saying? And, and I guess the millions of dollars is keeping us at bay, but it goes to like this. Dude, you making billions. For real, So you, what you throwing us is something you can write a check out, out your pocket. Peanuts. And, and then it all comes, becomes a, another thing of loyalty. Um, I don't know, man. Just, yeah, man. But I'm rooting for them, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm rooting for puffing them. I'm, I'm rooting. Definitely. Hoping that they do get it together, man. You know what I mean? We need the Black Panthers in there. Throw up the Black Fish. You know I what want, I'm saying? I want them in. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's the one thing I just disagree with. What I'm saying that I think now had he got in there, uh-huh. you, get, you get whoever you got to get help you get in there. Good old boys don't know nothing. Then you boom. Then you be like, you know what? I'm silent. I'm, you can you have the freedom to do that yeah. once you're in. They can't stop you from signing him. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying. Then bam, or even like he said, he won in uh, part ownership. Then you can even do that once mm-hmm. you got your foot in the door. Yeah. But when you play your card first and let them know what you're doing, that ain't gonna. That's the only thing that's gonna stop it. Yeah. Now. And the only thing I didn't like, I respect Puff. Everything that he said and what he's trying to do, but I didn't like his approach. Like when he got on social media, he's like, "Yeah, you know." Besides the Kaepernick thing, he's like, "Yeah, you know, we'll put the best halftime shows on." It's like, "Yo, come on, man! Why we always gotta sing and dance, extravagant, entertain, and you know what I'm saying? Why we always gotta do that for people? You know what I mean? Like, if you want to be an owner, you know, carry yourself and talk like an owner. Not saying that you're not a boss because you're a boss, man. Like." Your net worth is crazy right now, you know what I'm saying? But to them, you don't want to come to the table like you shucking and jiving and uh, you want to dance and, and all another, that, entertain. You're right, and that's another negative on that. Because yeah. they, they like, dude, if we we don't have none of that until until the Pro Bowl it's and the, the Super Bowl. Bowl. Yeah. Nobody's doing all of that during the halftime. They, they, they have the cheerleaders come out or whatever. Yeah. You know... It ain't extravagant until you get to the big time. You know what I mean? Take that, take that, take that. Yeah, you don't right? want to hear that shit before the game. <laughs> <laughs> but if you ain't want to own a dancing yeah, all in your vid- all on your football field. You heard up. You know like Shug, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, man, like, but but it always brings up the question, man, of, you know, should sports figures and black entrepreneurs, man, that's really on top, that's, you know, part of that elite class, should they come together, man, and, and put their money together and create leagues for our our up and coming kids and youth in this world, man, in this country? What you think about that, man? Do you think that they should think about trying to create leagues? I think so. Now the only problem with that is it's going to be a lot of a lot of new stadiums going up because you know if these guys own the stadiums. Mm-hmm. We create a league where our, where our guys going to play. So now we have to build the stadiums as well. That's the only you know? thing. 
that's the only part that that had me like all right how would they actually pull this off but I, I had to really sit and think about it you know what I mean they got college stadiums that's just as big as these pro stadiums I mean they may not be as big as you know MetLife or or the Cowboys stadium uh, some, of them, some of them are bigger some of them Michigan, are um, yeah the Michigan seat damn near 90,000 yeah in the football states like those football states that don't have professional teams mm-hmm. they got big stadiums yeah and you know you can use those stadiums I mean even though you still gonna have you know other people in your pockets you still have a league that you can call your own you know what I mean look well, at the arena football league XFL well you know what it's just like um take Jerry Jones for instance uh-huh. AT&T Stadium uh-huh. that's his investors uh-huh. if they can get the investors Behind them, as do them. Um, MetLife Stadium, yeah. all those, all those, they're named that for a reason. That's the investors. So, yeah. so, nope. Jerry Jones ain't pulled uh, the one billion dollars pocket and do that by himself. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? So, That's if you can do that, if if they're able to get those investors behind them to build that mm-hmm. type of, uh, how can I say it? Feel for the for the players. Not only the only question would be where. After that, dig it. You know what I'm saying? Dig it. Yeah. Because you know Vince is trying to bring back the XFL. Vance. You know. <laughs> Vince McMahon. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, now I, I also thought about this. You know what I'm saying? We want to keep it all the way, you know, our people, black, for us, by us. You got those black colleges, man. Historical black colleges, HBCUs. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can utilize those, the Gramblings and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Morgan State. You can yeah. utilize, you know, those college campuses and those stadiums to conduct games. You can start from there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that they can get sponsorship to cover some of this money. Like oh, for real. Puffing them, Jay, you know, uh, you know, Ciroc, Deleon, uh, Hennessy. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got, you, say, you, you you got, got all you got these list, people You got lists to go on. Yeah, they got a bunch of sponsors that are throw some money behind them to push their stuff man you know what I'm saying so you know for anybody that's listening man that's inspired by this conversation hopefully we can start that conversation and put this out there because you know I hate the fact that we make so much money for these sports and these big owners and you know these leagues and at the end of the day once you say something wrong or express yourself in a manner that they feel is bad for their business they put you behind the eight ball, man, and that gotta stop. You know what I'm saying? That's a fraternity, man. They, yeah. I, I, in, in, in my opinion, um, they all got they they all got their little thing going on where they sit at these country clubs and and they you know this one's a billionaire, this one's a billionaire, this one's a billionaire. Mm-hmm. Okay, well you know what? Colin Colin threatened to sue you guys. Mm-hmm. So if if his bottom line is if I can't play, I want part ownership. And you know Puff may have the capital and the connects to get in there, mm-hmm. then we're going to deny Puff. Facts. Plain and simple. Yeah, and I hate uh-huh. that. I hate that dynamic of it. You know what I'm saying? And even, you know, to move on to another part of this subject, it's like, you know, the devaluation of the black quarterback as well. Like, I sit and watch a lot of these shows. I listen to a lot of these shows while I'm in my car. And they don't give, they still, I mean, it was a stigma back in the days where they felt like, black quarterbacks wasn't smart enough to play the position Please. of quarterback back then you know what I'm saying you had guys like Warren Moon Randall, Randall Cunningham you know that came through and proved other people wrong Dante yeah. Don, I mean Donovan McNabb you know Culpepper Steve yeah. McNair yeah. you know what I mean but in today's game you know Colin Kaepernick is just one of the guys that they try to devalue his value saying that oh he's just not as good enough to play he's better than Drew Stanton he's better than Shit. a lot of these guys that's playing quarterback right now on these right garbage now. teams you know what I'm saying and, and they run they run the uh, he don't know the playbook for real you know what I'm saying he doesn't know the playbook he doesn't go through his progressions you know what I'm saying all this other nonsense and terminology that they like to use to make quarterbacks black quarterbacks seem like they're stupid and they don't understand the game look what they try to do to Tyrod Taylor in, um, in Buffalo Yeah, you know what I'm saying you pull him he's the reason why your team is winning yeah. he's a mobile quarterback he gets the job done okay he's not a Tom Brady but he brings a different dynamic to the game he can move that's what the league has its perception as the traditional quarterback yeah Tom Brady Sitting stand ducks. in the pocket 
traditional pass, yeah. traditional throw. Aaron Rodgers breaks the plane. Aaron Rodgers comes in, he, he scrambles, he yeah. runs, he does it all. Yeah. You have Cam Newton. You know what I'm saying? Michael He's another Vick. one. You know what I'm saying? Michael Vick too. They try to play Vic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They always have they yeah. always knock the black quarterbacks. Like, oh. It's always something. And those are the biggest, those are the I, I, I can't say biggest, those are the highest pay yeah. and played positions in yeah. the NFL. The quarterback runs the team. Yeah, He's man. the guy. Yeah. You know? So like, you look at you look at in, uh, NFL drafts. You, you won't see a running back or, or wide receiver or defensive lineman, offensive lineman, ever. Number one, more than likely a quarterback is going to be the number one pick. Exactly. Exactly. And that's, that's the thing. Like, Excuse me. Even if you look at the quarterbacks in this year's draft coming out, like all of them are mobile. Like yeah. All of them are mobile. And yeah. they're good, too. Like I ain't going to lie. They're good. Like, you know, my Giants, they're going to get like at least the number two pick. They're going to end up picking the next franchise quarterback, which they should. It's time. You know what I'm saying? It is time, man. But I, I wish they could get Saquon Barkley, man, running back from Penn State. But that's me wishing upon a star. But back to what we were saying, man. Like, you missed it. Cam, Cam Newton, RG3, this guy, Teddy Bridgewater. This guy in Houston, uh, the future now. Yeah, Deshaun Watson. Watson. He's a problem. Yeah. He's a problem. You know what I'm saying? He's a problem, man. The, the one that really made me think about this topic and bring it up was Geno Smith. You know what I'm saying? Everybody just counted Geno out from the days when he was on the Jets. The Jets didn't have a good team, first and foremost. People got outraged because the Giants pulled Eli Manning to give Geno Smith some burn. The season was already over. I mean, I understand everybody wanted Eli's streak to continue. You know, they, they felt he deserved the right to, you know, play it out. But at the end of the day, man, if he gets hurt, then they, the, the organization's going to look stupid as well. But I just didn't like the fact that everybody was jumping all over Geno Smith because he got to play. And he played well when he did play for the Giants. He didn't do bad, but you don't hear nobody talk about it. All you hear about is, oh, he's done. We already know what Geno Smith can do. Like, he never got a fair shot. The Jets never had a good team when he was there. They ruined Tim Tebow's Come uh, on. career, too. Yeah, you man. Know? Like, everybody based his career off the Jets. Like, he was in one bad situation. Like, that makes him terrible because his teammate broke his jaw. But see, that's that's what you got to deal with in sports. That's um, that's black quarterbacks. That's the treatment we get. Yeah. Well, I mean, he didn't have They got rid of the receivers of what they had. So, who? who? Her. He made the playoffs with a garbage team. Yeah. He overachieved. And then he got hurt. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, you know, I just had to bring that up, man, because I, I think that it's unfair of the treatment that, you know, black quarterbacks get in today's game. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want to make it a white or black thing, but it's real, man. It's true, man. You know? Stephen A. says something like that. Yeah. Same thing. For real. It's just like, you know, Rob Gronkowski and Odell Beckham Jr., you know what I mean? On one end, Odell Beckham Jr. is uncontrollable. On the other end, Rob Gronkowski is just a big college kid. Like, mm-hmm. come on, man. He's he's in uh in videos smashing beer cans on his head Burn. and jumping into the crowd. Oh, he's just a big college kid. And 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 this oh well, you know, he's a big kid at heart. And then Odell goes on the boat trip oh, and this World War the III. The worst person in the world. They you know lost the saying? playoff game because, because of, of that. Because of that. Yeah, which man. happens and I'm let me make this clear. I'm nowhere near Giants fan. Yeah. But when that happened, I was the first one to say, watch, they tie that up into next, of course. next week. Next week. Of it course. was seven days. Word. And they blamed the boat trip on the, on on the playoff loss. Yeah, man. It's crazy, man. The double standard against some of our our black athletes, man. Young kids, man. It's, it's, it's terrible, man. And you know it needs to stop, man. We in 2017, about to go into 2018, man. You know, it's a new day. You know what I mean? Like, they need to keep that in the past. But let's get to the juicy part, man, of this whole NFL conversation, man. What you think about that whole Aaron Rodgers situation with the Packers, man? You know. That's big, man. Yeah. Um, listen, if the owners if the owners get enough going behind it, it, it can end. It can, it can I'm not going to say bad for Green Bay because what Green Bay can really do if they're really loyal Mm-hmm. They can just say, okay, well, we release you, and then we'll bring you back for more money or whatever. Because once he's released, he get to go wherever he wants. Mm-hmm. Now, if they want, they want to do that scenario. 
they, you know, I figure they offer them extra, a couple extra million to come back mm-hmm. to resign or whatever. Mm-hmm. Plus, he's, you know, he's been there for years. But exactly. I, I see that scenario playing out if they 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 get forced to release him. But rules are rules. Yeah, just to, just to bring everybody up to speed on what that situation is. Aaron Rodgers was recently placed back on the injured reserve list. He came back and played last week because Green Bay had an opportunity to make the playoffs, but they were eliminated due to circumstances of other teams winning, and they ended up losing. So the team put him back on injured reserve. So now what's happening is a bunch of NFL owners are conspiring to get the Green Bay Packers to now release Aaron Rodgers based on the rules. And the rule states that a player must suffer a new injury in order to be placed back on the injured reserve list. If that player doesn't suffer a new injury that keeps him out for six weeks, the NFL rule says that the player must be released and placed on waivers once he's healthy. So that's the rules, and this is what Green Bay is facing. So they can possibly, if they really push hard enough, they can probably end up having to release Aaron Rodgers, and that would be big, man. That'll be big. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> be, that would be huge because you you get rid of your franchise quarterback. Um, the one thing that's interesting is they don't have a, a owner. They have people that own stock. Yeah, most most teams have that same structure. What would they? What? How? Who's making the decisions? As far as um anything because 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 all right. Oh, the chairperson. Okay. Yeah, the chair of the committee. Yeah, so it's a, it's, it's normally a a board, a committee board. Okay. And and um they have different positions. You got your chair, your vice chair, trustees. You know, you got all these people that sit around the table. So the chair, well, they will have to have a vote first and foremost. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Who yeah. votes? Because they're they saying vote. the fans got stock into yeah, that. They got stock, but they don't have ownership. Like they don't own the team. Okay. They don't make you know ownership decisions. You know what I'm saying? True. So there's no way in the world they could have fans like because you thinking as a fan no way we want Rogers gone you know what i'm saying well yeah it'll well, be crazy well, who, who meaning whoever would vote in but I, yeah. don't, I don't know how that i didn't know how that worked because yeah. a lot of a lot of people not to sway but when rogers went down yeah. they explained that scenario somewhat and they was trying to say well the fans or the, or the stockholders they can vote for them to bring uh colin kaepernick in well, <laughs> yeah, like, you see what happened. Yeah, yeah. it's like everybody wanted Colin. Colin became Where's Waldo. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Everybody wanted Kaepernick. You know but, what I mean. But, but uh, this would be very huge. Yeah, because then, what if he does say, "Well, you know what? I ain't want. I got one in Green Bay." Word up. Look at Jacksonville. You Word know up. what I'm saying. Word up. I'm pretty sure I could. I can take. I can take over for Blake Bortles. Yeah. With that defense. Yeah. And, and be a problem. Yeah, everybody's aiming at Jacksonville too, man. It's crazy, man. They just a quarterback away. Yeah, man. It's crazy. Everybody's aiming for Jacksonville, man. And it's it's wild because yeah, they do have a defense. They got a running game. You know, Bortles isn't that bad, man, but it's just like He's not he's not bad. Yeah. He's just not that good. Exactly. See, they, or oh. in the in in this season, they tied Tony Romo. Yeah. They tied Eli. They tied uh Colin Kaepernick, or yeah. they try to get all these different quarterbacks in with Jacksonville and gave the possible scenarios. Shit, Blake Bortles just got me $150 today. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shout out to FanDuel. You know what I mean? <laughs> For real. <laughs> Word up. And they came back. It's, oh, they just, nah, the 49ers just put them away. They just uh, scored again, 44-33. Uh, but, so- you know. You know, Blake Bortles is all right, man. Everybody does have their eyes set on Jacksonville. That's the next up-and-coming team, you know what I'm saying, in the NFL and in the AFC, you know what I mean? That's going to potentially take over once Tom Brady retires because, you know, once Brady's still in New England, man, it's nobody else's game but theirs. Yeah, and and, and funny you say that because what made them want to give up Jimmy G in the first place? Well, you know, they got a draft pick. They got a high draft pick for him, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what they do. They stockpile these players, keep them there, and you know they you flip them to get draft picks. You know what I'm saying? It's all about the future. You know, Jimmy G is yeah. is is decent. Mm-hmm. But look at the other guy that they had, the black quarterback on Indianapolis. You okay. know what I mean? He came from um, New England as well. You know, so you know it's it's a thing that they do, man. They just try to utilize these players. 
Because Brady got an, at least another two seasons. What are you going to do? But Keep Garoppolo paying more that money? Now, how has he been... How long has he been sitting behind Brady? What, three years? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's how it is. Three or four more years because they talking about Tom can play until, until he leaves 45. Hey, come on, man. He, does, he doesn't get touched. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at the situation in um, Kansas City. You know, Patrick Mahomes, he could have started this year, but they got Alex Smith there, and they just wanted to respect the fact that Alex he's, Smith had success. He's gone, though. Yeah, he's out of here he this said, season. He said himself. He said himself. Yeah. He said they asked him. Uh, about four weeks ago, do you think you'll be in next year? He said no. Yeah, nah, he, so he he's knows. being real. He, he see who's behind him. He's yeah. like, yo, this kid is un- incredible. Yeah, so. you know what I'm saying. So that's that's just the nature of the business. You know what I mean? Patrick Mahomes is gonna be next in line, and it is what it is. Alex Smith gonna move on, be a stopgap at another one of these uh, teams. Could be like he could end up in Jacksonville. They got so many different quarterbacks that can end up in so many of these different teams. Mm-hmm. It's not even funny. Cleveland needs a quarterback. You know, because Josh Gordon is there. He's off that weed. You know what think, I'm saying? Man, I don't think they want to win in Cleveland, man. For them. You had number one picks for years, and somehow y'all just can't get it right from the quarterbacks to the coaches. You know, the the, the guy, uh, Josh Gordon over there. That boy over there going crazy. Yeah. Smoking weed. They off the weed. <laughs> Shout out to Stephen A, man. Shout out to Stephen but A. But I don't, I don't know... Yeah. What is going on in Cleveland, man? You got yeah. you got my man in UCLA talking about I'm gonna play another year mm-hmm. to avoid the Browns. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, he's trying to do what Eli did. People he's coming don't out. Want to play in Cleveland? Nah, nobody want to play in Cleveland, man. You know they got a bad rap, man. They got a bad history, man. Like a losing culture. Nobody wants to come in and, and be in a graveyard. You I know wonder what I'm if you could. I wonder if you can force the owner to sell without because he don't want to win. Oh, nah. No way. Yeah, I mean, that's why I said I don't think that these people lose on purpose, man. It's like, this is a business at the end of the day, man. Yeah, but the look. The object look, is to they put that win. Yeah, but they put that sticker on on my man in, in L.A. for that. Uh, the one that used to own the Clippers, Donald, Donald yeah, Sterling. Yeah, Sterling, yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Before the racial incident came out, that was just the, you know, the whole thing with that. He was like, oh, well, you know what? We got they, they, they got their team loaded now. It's like, well, we gonna get them out of here now because they they didn't win for years. Yeah, Lamar Lamar and them kind of saved saved that franchise over there. And Facts. It, it kind of went, you know. Shout out to L O to L Train Lamar Odom. See you doing well, brother. You definitely, know what I mean? Definitely for real. Yeah, but they definitely revitalized that Clipper organization. Was him, Quentin Quentin Richardson and Darius Miles and Elton Brand. Yeah, and you see you see the new owner. He be at the games cheerleading like he wanted the cheerleading. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Bowman. Yeah. Shout out to Steve Bowman, man. He's a cool he's a cool owner. You know what I'm saying? He's a cool owner, down to earth guy. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, man. You know, it's a lot of stuff that has to change. You know, in the game in the NFL, man. You know, and um, you know, I hope that you know this whole Colin Kaepernick thing starts a trend where it brings more diversity throughout the game of football, not just on the field, but in those front offices and in ownership levels. You know what I'm saying? Because I think things, I think things got open uh-huh. to where now we know where where people stand in in a sports league. Yeah. As far as the owners compared to the players, mm-hmm. even with the other guy talking about you can't let the inmates run the yard. Oh, you see, oh, you God. see how they're looked upon now. Okay, no. well, you know what? Basically, you just giving it go out there and play. Make us make me that money Word. type of thing. That's how I see it. So it's yeah. like I don't see much respect between the two. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You you can apologize, but it shouldn't be said at first. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. You know, and um, once respect comes in, the racial aspect I don't see going nowhere anytime soon. Yeah, that's a big problem that we have, man. And that's why I always get on people when they say, yo, they didn't watch the game. Just like I told Dope on the last episode. It's like, yo, why do you still watch? It's like, why, do, why, why shouldn't I watch? The players are still playing. You know what I'm saying? The issue that he's kneeling for is bigger than football. And I'm with you all the way on that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It's it, bigger it, it than all football. Start, it all starts with the players. So, yeah, so man. definitely when you said that, that's a hundred. Yeah. Like, come on. you know, and the fans can do but so much. The the, the 
viewership ratings and all that does, but so much they still got their money all the way around. On, now fam. those 70, 70, 75 to seventy to, to eighty percent of the league is colored. Come on, they sit down. No money's being made. Nothing. Everything is shut down. That brings immediate change because everybody watches football. As much as people say they didn't, and I know it's a lot of people that didn't watch this year. Yeah, the ratings suffered, but guess what? They ain't really hurt no money. You know At all. They, they ain't hurt no they money. Got, they signed their TV deal yeah, anyway, so, exactly. the, so the teams got their money regardless. Exactly. It could be five people in the stands. Exactly. The teams got their money already on the, on the, on the viewership. And the stadiums are still packed. Ticket sales, <laughs> you know what? If 10 people come to the game, corporations already brought it. Mm-hmm. So they still, the guys, the guys, it could be the owner and five fans sitting out there. Fact. They still, it could still be a sold out stadium because all those tickets were brought already. That's a fact. Now, those players don't show up. That's the problem. That's you can't fact. even have a game. That's a fact. That's a fact, man. But you know, man, that's, that's, that's our little wrap up on football, man. So let's switch gears, man. And switch it over to the sport that's currently hot right now and that's the NBA you know what I'm saying last week was a historical moment in the NBA you know Kobe Bryant he got both of his jerseys retired yeah. by the Lakers man that's the ultimate sign of respect you know what I'm saying that's one thing that he got over Mike because Mike wore number 45 and they ain't even bother retiring that number you know yeah. what I'm saying well, Mike, Kobe got 8 and 23 and Mike, 24 pardon to, to Mike's defense Mike ain't play as many years as Kobe with did with the 24. With the 45. Yeah. yeah. You right. right. I mean, what, half a season? I would yeah. say not even half. He yeah. came back maybe a month. Yeah. And then he went back to 23 after they got beat by Randall. But That's a fact. Shit, that jersey, that jersey is worth $50,000. What? Which one, 45? That 45 jersey. $50,000. Anybody, anybody got an authentic 45 jersey out there, you about to get paid. That's a fact. You might be able to get more for that. That's a fact. <laughs> That's a fact, man. What I liked about that whole situation and, you know, what I liked about what they did was they waited for the opportune time to retire his jersey and they waited until they faced the Golden State Warriors. Now, the reason why that was so significant to me was because they did it in front of Kevin Durant, you know, I ain't gonna say the rest of the team because most of those guys were drafted there. But it just goes to show you what I mean. I ain't gonna say you gotta be loyal to an organization because at the end of the day, they can trade you at any given time if they feel that they can get something for you. But I'm pretty sure that KD could have retired uh, um, Oklahoma City Thunder player. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure that he could have negotiated a clause in his contract that he controls yeah, his he destiny. Just like LeBron, just like Carmelo, just like all of these guys that are big stars on these teams, they control their fate ultimately. So for him to see Kobe get that retirement ceremony, two jerseys, the reaction from the fans and the Twitter, the universe, the internet, I'm pretty sure that that had to hit a, hit a strike a nerve. Even LeBron, LeBron will never get that treatment. Yeah, because what, 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 what would he get? Uh, if he retire, if if uh, when when he retires, when Kevin Durant retires, what you which jersey do you hang up? You know, you what hang I'm up saying? the OKC jersey. Do you hang up the the Golden State jersey? Do you, you hang up saying? the Miami Heat jersey? Exactly. Do you hang because he won more championships in that jersey Ooh, than he did in the Cleveland. Cleveland. Exactly. Exactly. But most of his numbers are in Cleveland. Exactly. Most of his championships in Miami. Miami. Exactly. So they'll never they done they done kind of ruined their legacy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? To a degree. I understand it's all about winning at the end of the day. And he did what was best for him at the time. But you also ran back when you seen that the situation was ready made again for you to come back. And I hate because you know I get a lot of people that listen to us and they be like, yo man, y'all be over there killing my man LeBron. Shout out to my my homie E. Big E from Brooklyn, <laughs> EK. You know what I'm saying? We got to get you back up here, big homie. We going to chop it up more. Listen, but man. It is he what know, it is. He, he know how I felt. I, I explained all of that jumping jumping teams and loading up your team stuff is whack. But um, it's different with KD. Yeah. Miami wasn't a ready-made situation. It was once him and Bosch. I mean, him and Bosch went yeah, there. Yeah, but they, they conspired. They got there. It's mm-hmm. not like they won the championship the year before 
Eddie LeBron says, well, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to play with Wade and Bosh. Yeah, that's you true. You know what I'm saying? These that dudes, These dudes been to the finals twice already. Facts. Won one, lost one, and he's like, I'm going with you guys. That's a fact. So you already got three All-Stars over there. That's my team. Yeah. <laughs> Back yeah. in the days, you're like, that's my car. And, and, and on yeah. top of that, the, the, the real stab to Russ was, nigga, we had these dudes 3-1. Facts. We had them. We could beat them. With us two, we had them where we could have put our foot on their neck. Facts. Where y'all yeah, fucked up is y'all, y'all, y'all start trying to shoot against shooters when y'all not shooters. Exactly. Exactly. Russ was, Russ was, Russ was killing Steph Curry in the paint. They start, start, they start shooting the rock. KD starts shooting the rock. Everybody want to shoot threes and these dudes is like, oh, y'all playing our game. Facts. <laughs> Snipers came out. Facts. And they let y'all have it. 3-1, we coming back. We going to the finals. Facts. Now imagine if James Harden was still on that team. With Russ and KD, that that man, listen, yeah, it, it would have been ridiculous, man. If they'd have kept their core together in OKC, <laughs> they'd have had a dynasty like how the um the um, Warriors are doing now. They definitely had, like you said, Harden, KD, and Russell Westbrook all, all drafted, all young players, all because the owner didn't want to pay. This dude, fifteen million dollars. Exactly. Six more million dollars. Exactly. Six million dollars. Word. You let and this dude is killing right now. He's killing everybody, man. He, nobody can stop Harden right now. One on one. You know what I'm saying? At all. You know what I mean? It's not even a question of who kicking himself yeah. in the ass. For real. You, you may you may front like he got because you got Paul George and your man Mel over there, but yeah. listen, they're not working right now. Not at all. Not at all, man. You know what I mean? But switching gears, man, you know, another interesting thing happened. I don't even want to call it NBA because this guy isn't in the NBA, but his son is. And we can talk about the guy, LeVar Ball, man. You know oh, what I mean? Man. Yeah, it's always something with him, man. But I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, this one, I'm not really mad at him. But it's a flip side. It's a good and a bad, but what he's trying to do and what he's trying to do is to, he's trying to create his own league, an alternative league. For college, for kids from high school that don't want to go to college, but they want to go straight to the NBA, and it's called the JBL, Junior Basketball League. You know what I mean? Like, what's your thoughts on that, man? I got. If you get people behind them, I got the NCAA waving the one and done rule and allowing kids to jump straight to high school just to clip them. Yeah. That's going to that's gonna ruin the game because a lot of these kids ain't going to get drafted and they're going to end up hurting themselves anyway. I also think that the NCAA is too big at, at this point in time anyway. They, the one thing they got to stand on is the coaches making so much money. Yeah. Millions of dollars. Yeah, coaches make a lot of bread. The college football, uh, Coach K's making insane amount of money over there but yet the school president is not even getting 400 grand a year that's a fact I don't explain that the coach got more power on the campus than than the president and he's not even getting 400 grand a year period he or she so when when you see um, they had a breakdown the other day how some of these coaches are getting 11 million a year in college football Mm -hmm. and um Coach K's salary, all of this is just ridiculous. Cause how do you beat that? But these kids are not making nothing. And then if they accept a gift, they get fined for it. If somebody puts a little money in their pocket, they get in trouble. But how do you feel exploit? I say it, exploiting these kids like that. This is me and you coming from the hood, and fine, we get a free walk. But Nick, I'm hungry at night. So that little car, <laughs> that little right. car, my moms are still struggling back, back in Queens. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's and I'm right. here broke. She can't send me no money. So if 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 a dude come up to me in a in a in a 600 bands and be like, yo, and and I'm the so quote unquote star, you the star, and say, well, look, your mom's showing us some money this month. What you want me to do? My boy Dame Paul. Chilling in the bench. He's in front of the building with, with the, the rest, rest of his friends. friends. You, know you know what I'm saying? saying? Yeah. So he come up and he offer you that bread. You hungry. 
Yeah. You need money. Your mother need money. This could hurt my career, but y'all making billions of dollars off of us. Yeah. Yeah. How's a college? How's a college have a ninety seats, a ninety thousand seat stadium? Yeah. To watch us play for free. Yeah. Yeah. But see, and this is why I always think too, man. It's also a flip side to it. You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, playing basketball and playing a sport is 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 a choice. You know what I'm saying? Just like education is a choice. And a lot of these kids, they get free rides to a school where the tuition is damn near $100,000 a semester. You know what I'm saying? You got kids that get out of college that's still paying their student um, loans off. At least 10 years after 15 years afterwards. You know what I'm saying? These guys get a free ride and they don't got to pay none of that. And they do get like certain like stipends as far as like whenever they travel they get a food stipend oh yeah well yeah. They, they ain't gotta pay for that and they they eat. don't gotta pay for things like Carmelo Anthony had broke the situation down when he was at Syracuse he said yo he has so many and I just spoke about this with um with um with Nico um at his school a lot of the kids that live on campus mm-hmm. they get a card and they get I guess it's like a meal plan that they sign up for yeah. When they enroll in the school. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So within that meal plan, they get a certain amount of money. Yeah. And they have to spend it before the yeah. semester's out. Or you know yeah. what I'm saying? Or they lose it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So with that situation, these big universities, they do the same thing. They give the students that live there. Yeah. And the players cards each, to like each with month, money on it. Each month they get a certain yeah. amount. Exactly. Man. So that's like the geo store when we was in high yeah. school. They can go to the store and buy anything. Carmelo was like, yo, I was a millionaire on campus. Like, I was buying pizzas for the whole dorm yeah. and food for the whole dorm. So, they not, yeah, they not going, they not hungry, but they not being paid like, like they should be compensated. Okay, well, they eating, they, they eating, they got shelter. And they get a free education. They get a free education. They're on the bus. I still think some money in their pocket should be. That's good. That's fine, right? Yeah. Not hating on that. Mm-hmm. I'm away from home, but my mom's is back home. Broke. Broke. Yeah. I might need I might need money in my pocket for whatever. Yeah. They can only do so much. They can give me the free, but things come up to where I might need to pay a phone bill. Mm-hmm. They not gonna pay my phone bill. Mm-hmm. So how am I how am I keep in touch with my people back home? Well, I'm not can't. working. Mm-hmm. I get that. And I'm I'm just gonna play devil's advocate again. They look at it as okay, well, you're in school. To get an education, to get a career, to help your family financially when you get out of school. You know what I'm saying? So it's like the structure was never really created to have that as an outlet to take care of your family. It was for you. It is big money. Nah, don't get me wrong. They do make big money. But the whole structure was created for the student to come and get an education. If you got a scholarship, that's even better. You got to play a sport that you love for free. Why you get a free education? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was the whole structure. Once the NBA got involved now, and now guys can go pro from college, now it changes the whole dynamic. Now everybody wants to get paid. But your whole goal in college is to make it to the NBA. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you play a hard lot, to get a to lot the of NBA. Kids, a lot of kids are not going to end up being Kevin Garnett. Um, they're not going to be KG. They're not going to be Tracy McGrady. Yeah. They're not going to be... Uh, For real. Shit. I can name the list. The list goes on. Yeah, man. Because you got way more people that bust went straight from high school. Kwame mm-hmm. Brown, all mm-hmm. those dudes. Then you got many more people that succeeded from there. So yeah, man. For every I Kevin just, Garnett, you got a Darius Miles. Like watching the the Fab Five um story. Yeah. Michigan made huge money off of these dudes. Of course they did. Jalen Rose is like, yo, these dudes made these dudes made millions of dollars off of us for our style, mm-hmm. the shorts, everything. Mm-hmm. And they offered them. I mean, they was taking their money on the side, but mm-hmm. I see why. Jalen Rose was like the poorest one out of the five because Rubber came from the good home, mm-hmm. and he was like, yo, they didn't offer us a dollar, so he ain't feel all that bad. Like you said, my mom's got stuff going on at home. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just good for him that everything came out after he retired. So, it's crazy. Yeah, man, it's crazy, man. You know, I do feel like, you know, they they probably should be compensated 
something for their their contributions to the school, making all that money. That's and and Lavar's point to that is he trying to trump that. Well, you know what? They should because yeah. his whole thing is they being exploited, right? So now, so now I'm gonna offer them three grand. Like they getting a social security check anymore. Oh no, nah, it's not even three. It's three it's, three it's grand really to ten, ten excuse yeah, me. Ten three grand to ten grand um uh you know a month. Based on their performance. So who's funding this? Yeah, that's the thing. That's the next question. Like, okay, you wanna do this league. Big baller brand isn't built like that to fund this whole not operation. Yet. I don't think it's even I don't think it's ever gonna get there. You know what I'm saying? I yeah, I actually looked at his show the other day, like, yeah, they he made some money. That Facebook, yeah, um, that Facebook, um, yeah, they, they deal. Money. They got money for that. You know what I'm saying? But um, I don't know if, if I don't think that big sponsors that are currently involved with the NBA are gonna line up to help him. I, because he's speaking out against the establishment. Exactly. Exactly. And and um, that's where he kicks himself in the ass. Exactly. I do get his point. Like when he sat down and broke it down, um, how the, about the sneaker deal? He was like, she was saying, okay, well they offer, they may offer you twenty million for a sneaker, yeah. But what what they not telling you is we made we made two billion, right? Yeah. So then the third year they may say, okay, well we'll give you two hundred million, but he's not, but but the Reebok ain't saying, yeah. well we made that the first year, you yeah. know what I'm saying? I get that point, you know what I'm saying, but. Mm-hmm. See, he's and, hitting him. He's 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 killing himself at the same yeah. time, in my opinion. I, I respect his 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 passion for it and what he's trying to do. But that's and I hate to flip it to a negative condensation, but that's just like you in the streets hustling. You hustling for somebody. You ain't put no money up to get the work. You ain't put no money up for it. Yeah. But you chose to hustle for dude. He gives you what he gives you. Yeah. You go knock it off. And what you make is yours, but you give him back what yeah. he originally gave. You know what I'm saying? You got you, you got to work for it. Yeah. It's like it ain't no different with the sneaker company. Like the sneaker company is like this. You ain't put no money into us building our brand. Basically, you know what I mean? True, our true. brand been here before you was even born, Dad, and, and if, before your son and if, was born. And if you're not nice, you're not getting the sneaker contract. Facts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like so, who are you to try to dictate what they do with the money? If they offer to give you. A $50 million deal Or for their empire When you didn't put No blood, sweat And tears into it So be it You should be happy Go lucky Take that money now And, flip and then flip it Into your own True. You know what I'm saying Like that's what you do You get rich off of their money You spend their money You don't spend yours True. That's a classic Rule in business You spend other people's money You don't spend yours Yeah. You know what I'm saying That's like, how you get up there Come on Your money stays in your pocket Yeah So I respect what he's saying But it's backwards It's like Dude you got two other kids coming after him. You just blew it for all three of your kids now. Yeah. Cause Lonzo is probably never gonna get a deal. They're not gonna buy into him because he's not blowing the doors off the wall in the Lonzo NBA. Lonzo will have to have a hell of a next Come year, on. and well, the next few years yeah. to to get that bread up. Cause it's the first three years you get you, your contract ain't really shit. Yeah. And his father is burning so many bridges, not for nothing. Like it's cool to create a league because we just spoke about this creating a league for our own. I respect that, but you already talking about burning bridges with the sneaker companies. You know what I mean? You burning bridges with the colleges now. Yeah. Like, who's really gonna line up to help you succeed in this? Cause that that that's only one year. Now here's the bigger question: Leangelo, after that one year, if he was gonna get drafted, he gets drafted. Lamelo, sixteen. Yeah. So after that one year, then what? You're still in high school. Facts. So what do you do? You come back to the U.S. All right, y'all not y'all don't stand to make money out there, but I get what he I get what he's doing. He's trying to build his brand global. Yeah. Lithuanians are gonna buy that. Okay. Maybe maybe that's not. Gonna happen. Yeah. Because five hundred dollars a a week or whatever they gonna get paid out oh. there. Nothing. It's peanuts. Now, what what are you doing with with Lamelo? Lamelo's yeah. gonna come home seventeen. He still got one more year of high school to do. Exactly. Anyway. Homeschooling ain't gonna work it, G. Nah, at all. And and, I don't respect that. That's a whole nothing. And and on top of that, if he has a sneaker deal, he can't play in the NCAA. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? 
And this is what I'm saying. He burned so many bridges with his way of trying to do things. Because it's like, all right, your whole league apparently is going to be, and I'm pretty sure it's going to be sponsored by, I mean, the, the uniforms and the sneakers are all going to be big baller brand, right? Now you're not giving Nike no room to get in. You're not giving a deal. You're not giving none of these conglomerate sneaker companies any opportunity to get in with you because you want to keep it for yourself. That's understandable. But the way that the, the business is structured, those are the people you got to deal with. All of these kids coming out of high school, they ain't going to want to be in big baller brand. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you going up against Jordan. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You going up against... A brand of sneakers Goliath, that kids man. was born into. You 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 going up against the liars. These are heavy. Real. All three major sneakers. Now I, I would say four because you throw Under Armour in there yeah. with the with the capital they have. Yeah. You going up against the liars? Reebok, yeah. Nike, and, and, and Adidas yeah. and Under Armour. Mm-hmm. And your sneakers is like, come on, triple Bs, <laughs> four ninety five. Yeah, come on, Dude. man. Come on, man. Like, and what I, makes I, I see. Certain things he say, I see where he, his point. But your sons, your sons, your two sons now just they gonna suffer because it's of a it. problem. You know what I'm saying? And what make it so bad is like I don't I don't knock his desire and his drive to want to create something for our people because he's on the right track about it. But he falls into the category of like a Dame Dash to me. It's like you may mean well, but your actions and your mouth. It's how you say it. Yeah, it, and, it, it and rubs Dame, a lot of people the Dame wrong way. Dame Dash will come out like the other day. I, I had to really watch that interview he did with Envy and Charlemagne, where he was shitting Shout on him. Shout out to the Breakfast Club. He was trying to shit on him, but not trying to shit on him because he was, you know, what you? What's the sense of you working here for? You're not a real man if you don't if you don't have your own business. You're not a real man. It was sort of degrading in a way, but. Everybody don't don't see how you say it, right? Yeah. He has he has the Harlem thing. I'm from Harlem. I you know I don't work for nobody. A man, any man that works for some another man is you know looked upon less. Yeah, like, out in Harlem. Man. And I'm yeah. like, dude, talking that street shit. Yeah, like, but in the industry, like, get out of here. Everybody ain't got your bridge, dude. That's I'm sure. Fact. I'm sure the way y'all got your money up back in the days was. How you got your money? Yeah, how you got your bread? You know, you know what we ain't saying, gonna insinuate anything, but you know, it's I how you it. say it. Yeah, and that's man. that's the not Lavar. I don't and care. Man. I don't need y'all. Da, 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 yeah. You know, and that's the thing, man. Like Lonzo would never get a deal with anybody now because of that. And I'm not a hate. I'm not a hater. I'm not hating on him. Murder. I just don't agree with certain points he has, and then I agree with certain points. Daddy, yeah, I can see why he say certain things. Yeah, but at some point, like you said, take their money, yeah, keep man. yours. Exactly. They got billions of it yeah. right now, and exactly. you don't have millions. You just got millions For in real. your hands. You know what I'm saying? I looked at what he's about to do though, and it's crazy. I, I give him props, like you know, with the money that he got now, like the crib, how he's gonna fix the crib up. He's like, it's Melo's, it's Lamelo's world. Like mm-hmm. we're gonna create the gym in the backyard and. All this other, you know what I'm saying? Like, I respect that. You're doing for your kids, man. I give you that. You're it's doing just, for your it's kids. It's interesting, man. Like, you coming home after one year, you're going to be 17. You got him You got him and Jello having their own shoe, which disqualifies them. Yeah, I don't know. This disqualifies <laughs> them from the MCAA, right? Yeah. The MCAA, whether they still have that one and done rule. So now, LaMelo, what's he going to do? Go back overseas to play again? Come on. You know what I'm saying? If they still have that running that one and done rule, then if you're if you're ill enough, we're gonna put them in the draft. I don't see it either. So it's working. a lot of back and forth, back and forth. You know what I'm saying? I don't see it working for them, like with that whole Lithuania thing and coming back and trying to get an NBA. I think the NBA is gonna blackball them. Be honest, <laughs> probably they're gonna blackball them. I would have just let I would have just let um, D'Angelo go. Because he always yeah. said, Leangelo, Leangelo, matter of fact, I probably wouldn't even took him out. I probably would have kept Leangelo in there. The way I see things is you can't trust these dudes that's going to handle your business. Yeah. Now, if you're getting ready to do something major, let Leangelo go to school. 
Let him take care of the business aspect for the family. You you know he's not gonna be one of those cases where y'all on the news and this guy stole twenty million dollars from me because you see that every day. Mello, let him stay in high school. Let him do what he do. Let him have his childhood. And if you say he's gonna make it, let him play so he can make it. Exactly. And y'all go from there. But you know, you those your kids, you the father. We can know all we can do is say what we say. You're gonna do what you gotta do anyway. Those are your kids. Exactly. So. Exactly. And that's exactly what it is, man. But yo, another thing that I forgot to mention with this whole JBL league that he's trying to create. What's gonna happen now is okay. The kids that do go there. They're probably not going to be the top of the class. No. All-American kids. They're going to get the bottom. They're going to get the bottom feeders. You know what I'm saying? That more than likely won't even get a shot to go to the NBA because they went that route. I think they just going to blackball anything that goes that route. You know what I'm saying? All of those top kids, they're going to still go to the big schools because most of their parents, if their parents got their head on straight, they're going to be like, man... Don't go bother and listen You're to that fool. Right. You better go get your education. You're damn right, because if my son if my son gets a scholarship to UCLA and Big Brawler Brand sends me an invite to come play there for ten grand a month or whatever, but his scholarship is gonna his bottom line is gonna be way over that in the long run, go to school. Yeah. They gonna get the money hungry go families. School. They gonna get the money hungry families that's living off that's going to potentially live off their kids. Yeah, because they're not going to get those suit and tie, straight up middle class families that work hard, that think that that value education. That situation yeah. just seems like a money now situation. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, you're getting 10000 a month. Okay, how many months is that basketball season going to be? Okay, five months, six months, that's 60000 a year. You're paying taxes on that. You're basically live, you're working a regular job. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you're not guaranteed it's, to go to the NBA. It's just that you're playing ball. Fact. In actuality, they, they're, they're doing the same thing and one was doing. Yeah. Because a lot of the players in and one were getting up to 50, 60 grand a year. Come on, man. Yeah. So I think that ultimately this can do more harm than good when it's all said and done. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I, I again, I'm not hating on his drive to, you know, do something for the inner city kids that may not make it to the NBA or probably don't want to go to college, but you're ultimately hurting, you know, the lives of these young kids that want to follow that path and follow that money. Because if they fail on your level and they don't make it to the NBA and then they can't make it overseas, now you have no education and now you got to go out and get a regular job. Yeah. Anyway. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's a, a, a must-win situation. Yeah, for real. At the end of the day, college is about more than just basketball and money it's about getting life experiences I wish that I went away to school because I look at a lot of our, our friends that went away to college you know most of them ended up going away having children getting some married and having family some never even came back never it's came like back it was a new life for them exactly we already know what Queens had to offer exactly or whatever situation may be now I go away I'm on my own Somewhere I've never been before. Yeah. You meet people you you never, yeah. you know, new people. Yeah. And it teaches you how to be a man or a woman. We got our degrees and we just started our life. So, like, you know, our life is still here. We still got our family here. Mm-hmm. But out there, you know. A different world. Yeah. Totally different world, man. So, you know, I, I applaud him for his effort of trying to create a, a medium. Maybe, hopefully, it, it pushes the agenda. For colleges to eventually pay these kids you know what i mean something you know what i mean but if it goes down the way that he wants it to go down it can hurt a lot more people and help a lot more people you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah well and that's you know that's that on that man we'll see what happens from there you know what i mean i respect what he's trying to do but it can definitely backfire and hurt a lot of people man and kids that end up going that route can end up ruining their careers down the line but, you know, moving on to the last topic, man. You know, it's probably going to be a short one, but you got to get into the world of hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? You know, one of the um, big uh, topics of the year was um, of this past couple of weeks was um, Joe Buttons pretty much leaving the Everyday show, Struggle show, you know, um, created by Complex. I don't know Complex. too much about that. What, what was Yeah, the- well, he basically was like, you know, the money that they was offering him wasn't really worth him sticking around. 
I think that the situation with the Migos has something to do with it too. You know, because they was poking fun at him because, you know, they don't like each other. You know what I mean? And I also think that the fact that now he got the baby, you know, he had the baby with Sin, he had to take a step away. That's that's initially what I thought. Yeah, but you know? he said that it's more so about the money because he still does have his podcast that he does. Yeah. You know, regardless. Yeah. You know, but that just shows where this whole podcasting thing can take you. People are coming in want to snatch you up to the, for their brand. Yeah. But you can always still keep yours and have your independence. Exactly. You exactly. exactly. You know what I mean? So that's one of the things that's happening. But the funny part about it is now, you know, DJ Academics has been under the attack. You know? What? Because everybody's like, nobody's going to watch the show now because Joe isn't there. Joe, and Academics Joe, is basically Joe was, Joe was the... Uh... He was the life of it. He was the loose cannon. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So as as his uh, the Breakfast Club with Charlamagne. Exactly. Envy's Envy's cool. Angela Yee. She, you know she's pretty. Yo, pretty. Shout girl. out to Angela Yee. Fine as shit. Shout so, out to your show Lip Service too. Hopefully we can get you to do a little something here. I know people that know you. I get to you. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. You know I mean? But uh, Charlemagne is the trump card. You know what I'm saying. He's gonna say the things that they won't. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Joe was a wild boy. <laughs> Joe was Joe. You know exactly. What I mean? Exactly, man. What's what's so funny is like back to academics is um you know I don't know if you watch Decent and Miro. You know I watch those guys. Shout out to Decent Miro. Shout out to Vice TV. You know what I'm saying they they definitely um they kind of beat us to the punch because they do kind of like what we do, but they just you know they got the big stage and the big studio. Oh yeah. But um <laughs> you know they. Stay, they put a little segment out and they was getting on academics so academics felt the need to reply to them so he was basically on social media talking all tough and you know they basically broke his segment down and they created a little five ten minute segment just getting on them man and it was just funny because academics was kind of like trying to come at them like oh you know these guys Desus and Miro's guys like you know whatever their name is you know on, on that little show I make money at Complex. They was like, yo, hold on, Chief. Like, we turned down a deal with Complex. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Getting the money that you get. We get more money over here. Matter of fact, the checks, these niggas say, yo, I leave my, I leave my, um, my receipt in the ATM on purpose so niggas see what I'm working with. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know what I'm saying? So it was funny, man. Wow. They just was attacking them and just basically, you know, going back and forth with them. You know, they was talking tough too. Like, yeah, you know, I still do. I'm still the same guy. I still remember how to keep a razor in my cheek. I'm like, oh, get out of here. Y'all niggas ain't built Sit like down, that. Yeah, man. that's the only thing with this industry, man. Like, a lot of these cats, you know, they play this tough guy role Sit and all down. this tough talk. Yeah, but anyway, man, I found that pretty interesting, man. Like, they've been going at it. You know, Joe Button stepped down. So now it's an open lane, man. It's an open lane. They're going to be looking for personalities. They're going to look for different shows, man, in the new year coming so we just gotta stay on our grind my brother you that's know it. what I'm saying that's it you know what I mean another thing I don't know if you caught that Mace comeback again he did a little he freestyle did another one yeah he did a freestyle that's and the one we had the white the white, yeah, the white mink on I, yeah. I, I, I um heard part of it mm-hmm. I was I, I flipped it on YouTube and I turned it off cause I had to go to work so. yeah so it didn't interest you that much to, to well I was running late that, that, oh, okay. the, the money the money and, and, and avoid getting a letter in. That interests me more. No question. I can listen to Mason another time. No question. Nah, but I ain't gonna lie. Like, I listened to it. And honestly, you know, Mace just showed... And we just had this conversation a couple of episodes ago, man, about Mace's legacy on Bad Boy and where he ranks along, among that roster that they had. Mace is all right, man. Mace is nice, man. Mace can still spit. He yeah. might be a little rusty, but I mean... And he didn't even sound real rusty. I ain't gonna front a little bit of his flow sort of sounded dated at certain points in time, but it still sounded good. You know what I'm saying? It still sounded good. It still flowed well. He picked the right beat. And he's, he went on for about six, seven minutes. He's still um shooting at camp? Nah, he just oh, that was just that was just him going. Yeah, he was oh, just man. going. He was just going. I, I think that he really wanna leave that camp situation alone. And I really think that now that I look at it. He used it for what it was. Mm-hmm. A publicity stunt. To kind of push the they, fact that I he's think, back. I think he's um trying to make his way back in. He's of course. Off, he's off Diddy now. So, so yeah. who would uh he fulfilled his contractual obligations? So exactly. Who's snatching him up? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And you know, it wasn't bad. Like, 
and even the dipset joint, like the joint they got out now, I kind of like it. I, I like what they're doing. I told you. Nah, I, like, I, always, I, always mess with, I always mess with diplomats, kid. Like, I used to rock with Cam a lot, man. Even Jimmy grew on me. You know what I'm saying? So I respect what they're doing. And, and truth be told. Jimmy's in the Coliseum today. I've seen on social what? media. Shout out to the... Shout out to Jim Jones. Shout man. out to Jimmy. He one out Willie. He messed with some sneaker dudes up in the Coliseum. Yeah. GBs. Oh, there. okay. They, okay. They, yeah. Um, what's the name? Did a, a book signing there today. I forgot her name, but they, they had it on um social media. So she um she was a chick that got locked up and um for like um scam, fraud and scam, and now she's like a top selling author. Like she mm. wrote a few books ever since she's been out of prison. I forgot her name, but you know. That's neither here nor there, but she was in the Coliseum today, so that's probably why he was there too, to kind of support her okay. on what she's doing. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, man, I kind of like what they're doing, man. I think I'm gonna check that album when it actually drops. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna definitely check that album when it drops, man. But you know, on on a, on a, on a sad note, man. You know, before we wrap everything up, man. You know, the hip hop world lost, you know, an icon yeah. in the game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He definitely um, inspired me to like come up with a concept of like you know this whole podcasting thing, man. And you know, he goes by the name of Combat Jack. Yeah. You know, he had a little battle Sleep with in peace, bro. Yeah, it's rest in peace. You know, he um he had his battle with cancer. It was a short battle. You know what I mean? He got diagnosed probably less than less than a year ago, and um you know he stopped doing his shows to get his treatment, and he ended up passing away. And another guy that we lost, you know, that was an influential person in the hip-hop game that a lot of people, you know, didn't really pay attention to but flew under the radar, but people in the industry knew was um, a gentleman by the name of Ed Woods. Ed I Woods was a, Yeah, Ed Woods was an entertainment lawyer, man. He's from Queens, too, you know what I mean? Shout out to True Legend Tone. That was True Legend Tone's MC back in the days, you know what I'm saying? Eddie Woods, you know what I mean? He's from Queens, you know, um... His um, one of his most popular moments that like, people really got to like kind of see him on the TV screen was um during the Corey Guns Son of a Gun documentary that they okay. had on um MTV, and he was most famous for going back and forth with Nick Cannon over managing Corey mm. at the time. So for those of you who, who probably Nick never Cannon heard, Nick Cannon used to manage Corey Guns. Yeah, Nick Cannon was fighting to manage Corey Guns, and that, in that particular episode of Son of Son of a Gun. Ed Woods was on there going back and forth with Nick Cannon over the whole situation. And again, Ed Woods was an entertainment lawyer. You know what I'm saying? He was the guy that people went to to get contracts and stuff done. And you know, he's a business. He was a business guy. You okay. know what I'm saying? Okay. So he made. He was a mover and shaker, man. So he helped a lot of people out. You know, a lot of people that we know in the hood too. You know what I'm saying? Truth be told, but I ain't gonna really put their business out there like that. But. You know, the hip-hop world lost two two legends, man, and they was cool with each other, too, man. So, mm. you know, rest in peace to Ed Woods, man. Rest did in peace passed, to Combat Ed Woods Jack. Passed, hmm? Ed Woods, he was sick, too? Yeah, he was sick, too. Um, I don't really, I don't know if the family put it out there like that, so I really ain't okay. gonna put it out yeah. there. But, um, yeah, he, he was sick, you know what I'm saying? He definitely was sick, too. But, um, yeah, man, you know, the hip-hop world lost a couple of legends, man. So, you know... The Bars and Hoops family still the greatest I've played, man. Yes, sir. You know, we want to say rest in peace. You know what I mean? To everybody that's listening, again, we want to say Merry Christmas. You know, Happy Holidays. You know, Happy New Year. This is our last Definitely. episode for the year. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? But we'll catch y'all on the next episode. So on that note, still the greatest I've Yes, sir. Signing off. Happy Holidays. Peace.